0: Welcome to Back Issues. I'm Tiffany. I'm
1: Ethan. And I'm Ben. It's
0: weird without Sal here. Yeah, sometimes. it is. I was, I was like, like, wait, do
1: I go next? Or, that's was, right, yeah. But we got it. You did. You it. We did. It's awesome. We did. I and then we it. we talked about it and it. And
0: just, no, we're going. We're going to keep going. And today, forward. Always forward. Always forward. Onward and upward. And literally upward, because today we're going to be doing Saga Volume 3, written by Brian K. Vaughn with art by Fiona Staples. As always, the team never changes, and if they do, I'm going to kill someone. Oh, no. You're not going to cry.
2: Okay. Wait. Can you
0: promise me that? Yeah.
2: Because I'm already tearing up a little bit. I promise you. I don't know why. Thinking about it.
0: If you want to see Ben cry, you just click right up here. Check out Saga Volume Two.
2: Yeah. It's not a (laughs) scary. Who doesn't want to see Ben cry?
0: (laughs) You and I didn't that day because you could watch me just looking at Ethan until I think Ben is done and I'm like, I'm just gonna. We're really gonna engage. Yeah. Like he's not even here anymore.
2: Not even a person. No.
0: So the past two volumes have been kind of action-adventure, very family-oriented. If nothing else, Saga is a very family-oriented book. And when I say that, I don't mean it's for little kids. I mean that it discusses um, families in general, all kinds of families. It's going to be a common theme throughout this entire run. We're going to run into all different types of family units. No different here. It puts the brakes on the action a little bit. Okay. So forgive me for being all over the place with this. Um, to Does it do
1: like time jumps and stuff.
0: We are we immediately start with the time jump because you remember last time we ended with um, the family you know Marco Alana uh, Isabel Hazel and Clara at Oswald Heist, the author of the book's home yep. hiding because Prince Robot the Fourth had shown up yep. right yeah we do an immediate time jump to the past to find out how that happens okay. okay. Which I was like, genius. Because they wanted their cake and they wanted to eat it too. They wanted to leave <laughs> us on the cliffhanger, but then they also wanted to actually tell you what happened. Um, but we actually aren't going to start there. But we are back in that time frame. So we, we, let's establish that. We actually start um, in a totally different area. We're in the Landfallian realm, essentially, um, at a medical center where a gentleman who we've actually seen, he was kind of a background character um, in, I think, issue five, but like back in one of the previous issues, um, who had attacked our family. And he is now in a medical center, and he's being interviewed um, by a couple of tabloid uh, reporters.
1: Okay.
2: So, um...
0: He's missing a hand. Yeah, he's missing... Yeah, (laughs) He's gonna
2: replace it with a hook. I hope so. It's better than a water hand. (laughs) Or like a harpoon. Yeah, or Uh, like a
0: harpoon. I'm sure, look, like, there's a bear man here. They can replace with all kinds of things. Who, who even oh, knows? Oh, he
2: can, I got a bear hand.
0: Well, I think that would be really insulting to him.
2: No. That, no, he's a bear. Like,
0: he's like a bear man. Yeah, that's not
1: okay. He's like clearly
0: in line. <laughs> he's got paperwork. He's clearly filled out that paperwork. He's wearing a vest. Yeah, he's got a little neckerchief. He tied that neckerchief. I don't think he's... How? Like um, we're introduced to um, two characters who we should get to know because they will be throughout this. Oh. So this is... Upshur, and this is duffed. Like I said, they're two tabloid reporters and they're very, very interested in the story of Alana and Marco.
1: Okay. That um, makes and, sense. And they
0: want to know all about it. And um, this guy is saying, he's just like, you know, they're, they're telling you one story but like he attempted to call the press and he like the press was like, <laughs> you're out of your mind. So he called the tabloids mm-hmm. and they came and they're like, I want to know all about this because hey, he's like, it. he's like, they had something in their arms and they were treating it like it was a baby. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, tell us more.
1: Yeah, that's scandalous. Yes.
0: Ooh. <laughs> this is one of those times where Hazel's narration, um, you know, is great because like it's like she's talking to us. So she's like, you know, oh where were we? Right? Oh, okay, let me let me let me fill you in. Like when we went back let's go back and figure out how we got to
2: Okay that
0: situation in the last issue you just read, mm-hmm. like months ago.
2: And we're seeing after the time suck?
0: Yes. Okay. After the time suck. So we saw like you remember like, you know, Lion Cat got sucked out of the ship, all yep. of that, like, you know, they're off doing something and then these guys got away. And um, we established that it's been a few weeks since Marco's dad died. And, like, he is not okay. He's taken it hard. Like, yeah. he doesn't know how to go on. Um, and, like, you know, Alana, like, there's only so much she can do. Like, you know, she's surrounded by, you know, you know, like, Marco and his mom, who have both lost someone significant. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, a first, like, kind of bonding moment between um, Alana and Clara. Because Clara was taken care of. Um, Hazel, she changed her and everything like that. And like, you know, um, is actually sitting up reading the novel that inspired their, their romance. Nice. And she immediately is like, this is, this is slog. How could you, how could you <laughs> what do you, what do you think this is? Right? right. She's just like, this is so stupid. Like, I can't believe you fed my son this. <laughs> and, um, you know, she essentially, she's like, you know, we have to take more responsibility and the idea of going to meet this author is horrible. And she's just like, I think we should, because I think he'll know what to do. So like they're right. kinda and they're already going. It's not yeah. like they're gonna stop because yeah. of that, but like that's her opinion. Like she's just like I I can imagine Clara's the kind of person the entire time who is like done with this and has been reminding them, like, this is a bad idea. I don't know if you know this, I'm a military person. I, I know I know these things and yeah. you're being really dumb. But <laughs> to be fair, Alana is also military, but she's like not does she, does good she, at it.
1: Is she actually worried that they're gonna get caught by going there she's more just like this is a waste of time it's, it's a waste kind of, of
0: time it's stupid like what are we gonna do like, yeah. what, what is he gonna like, do you don't
1: have a plan yeah You're why are you going to some trashy up? novelist's house exactly exactly yeah, what is a writer going to do <laughs>
0: that's correct <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile like we get which this, is a good
1: question right that's fair that's really. exactly I'm kind right of on her side right <laughs>
0: like what why um meanwhile we get one shot and it's a very significant moment for prince robot he's reading the novel as well hmm because he's trying to understand this whole thing. Like, remember, don't forget, his wife's having a baby. He can't be there because he has to do this, yeah. and he can't come back until he takes care I mean, of this. Yeah. And so then we check in on the will, and he, um, they've landed on this like like paradise planet, and the ship's totally busted. And he's like, he's dealing with um, a massive issue. I think we can all relate to this. He's trying to get someone to come out and service the ship, and he can't get to talk to anyone. <laughs> he's just going through menus, and mm-hmm. they're like, "I'm sorry, you're who? <laughs> you're what?" where are you please hold so like that's what he's dealing with and i was like i'm right there i'm with you man yeah.
2: Just, no yep.
0: it doesn't matter where doesn't matter when you're gonna run into that problem
2: oh man especially with the universe being what it is like you have so many more people to reach out to yeah that means there are gonna be so many more options to go through oh
0: yeah no the language options must be a
2: disaster <laughs> yeah <laughs> 20 minutes at least
0: right um so um we also don't forget gwendolyn's there slave yeah. girl is there lion cat is with them um You know, slave girl kind of has this, you know, connection with Gwendolyn's communication ring, which is her wedding ring. Well, supposed to be her wedding ring that Marco also has. The other one, she can't hear him anymore. They need to get closer. Okay. Um. So, like, they need to go to the planet. Gwendolyn's like, "We got to get out of here. We got to go do things." And the Will's like, "We're not going anywhere right now, honey." And he's also kind of like, he's kind of done, in a sense. Well, I would imagine Mm -hmm.
2: with Gwendolyn especially, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. So. He's he's had enough. They they kind of have it out. Um, they're still they can't. It doesn't matter. Like have it out or not, they're not going anywhere because that yeah, ship's not going ship anywhere.
1: Working. You're stuck. So maybe just enjoy being on a paradise planet,
0: right? And they they can't. Like she like she can't because she is a woman scorned,
1: mm. right?
0: You know what I mean? And like yeah. she's like you're supposed to be a bounty hunter. You're being paid. You should be doing your job. And he's right. just like that. You broke my ship.
2: trust Trust me I want to get paid right
1: now and you're keeping me from there exactly you have have screwed the pooch exactly she seems like someone who's like always on
0: she is always on and eventually yeah she's always
1: on his ass (laughs) right no
0: she is always on she's also from a different part of that society even like she's kind of like more like political and everything like that you know what I mean like she's always working the room she's like you said she's always Mm -hmm. on um You know, the Will himself will sit there and, and, you know, he's still lamenting the loss of the stalk, who was kind of someone who he had, like, a rocky relationship with anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. clearly they weren't even together at the time of her death, but he still took it very harshly. He's very connected to her, even if she was like...
2: And terrifying. Right,
0: exactly. (laughs) He thought she was beautiful (laughs) with all of her limbs and all of her eyes. He
1: thought she was beautiful on the inside. she has an inner beauty, yeah.
0: Right, right. Well... He's hanging out. He's like thinking about her, and she shows right the hell up. And what? he immediately <laughs> is like, "I don't know who you are, but you ain't the stock." And she's just like, "No, it's me, man." It's. I mean, up? this well, is a
2: paradise planet. Maybe this is a
1: hallucination. That the or like, like a, trying to give him stuff. She's like a species, right? So there's more than one like <laughs> spider girl. Not you all exactly look the like same. Herta. I don't.
2: Whoa. It's like saying all big heads with legs sticking out of them are just like the same. <laughs>
0: right? And she ends up saying that like, she's like, you should just hang out here on the planet. Like, mm. Why are you bothering to do this? You're just going to get yourself killed. You're going to get Slave Girl killed. Like, just just stick is it out It's like a trapped
1: planet? Like, the planet's like a Venus flytrap? <laughs>
0: and um, he's like, <laughs> he immediately is like. It's like an
1: episode of Star Trek. This is great. Right?
0: He's like, immediately like, you, like, the stock would never tell me to quit going after the person who killed her. I'm just telling you that right now, mm. right? And then mm. she's just like, she's like, I don't understand it. Like you and Gwendolyn, there's clearly such an incredible sexual tension. Why don't you just bang her? <laughs> and he's like, what? Okay,
2: <laughs> if I'm banging her, it's because I'm banging her head into a rock.
0: Right. Well, I mean, she's attractive. Gwendolyn is an attractive woman. Right? Oh yeah, like, but that I but imagine she's the will is pain in the incredibly ass. pissed off at her. Right. Mm. Exactly. And like, he, she's like, she's like she wants you to. Trust me, I know it. Mm. Right? And she shows up and... In fact,
2: how about you and me and Gwendolyn? <laughs> we all get a little weird three-way going on this planet. Right?
0: Gwendolyn shows up and the Will's yelling at nobody.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And she's like, uh... What's your
1: problem, man? Yeah,
0: exactly. And then like she mentions something about Slave Girl and this is the moment which um, he's like, that's not her name. We're calling her Sophie. And you're like... Oh. All right. Will's
1: putting his foot down.
0: Right? Foot down. <laughs> the foot is down. Um, And while all this was going on, our family finally landed on Quietus. You know, where the
1: author yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they land their wooden rocket ship down. They immediately send Isabella out first. That's Clara's idea. She's like, she's incorporeal. Just send her out there. Who cares? She's a ghost. I don't care.
1: Send- well, she can't be hurt, right? Or right? Send- I mean, unless someone
2: has a vacuum.
0: Right? Just <laughs> send her out there. Yeah. So she goes out. Everything seems fine. There's like, bones everywhere that's not
1: a good sign right there's
0: bones everywhere and this is where alana will pick up a mace a mace that you'll see uh, her often pictured with actually my action figure also comes with that mace
1: nice. um
0: and um clara hears them like talking to her so she picks one of them up and isabel's immediately like recognizes what it is because it immediately latches onto her ear the skull yeah the skull is it starts like biting at her and all like uh. and like they're freaking out and like they're like they're haunted <laughs> and isabel's like they're bone bugs i was like that's gross Bone bugs? They're bone bugs. They reanimate marrow in bones.
1: Oh. That's
2: cool!
0: Well, they don't think so. Well, no, but, like, <laughs> that's a cool concept.
2: Especially if you decided to make, like, one giant mega-skeleton
0: Right? Thing. Well, they do. So if it, like, bites her <gasps> no! ear
2: off,
1: what happens? Does it, like, digest it? Or... Yeah, it does, <laughs>
0: and it does. It takes her ear off. It oh. takes her ear right the hell Whoa, off. Shit. Whoa, shit! She loses her ear. This huge thing like animates itself and then we see this awesome like moment of like alana protecting her baby with this huge mace
2: okay smart move alana you know that a skeleton or some kind of bone monster will only take damage from blunt weapons right not not slashing or piercing that's correct good dnd i think
0: she also just picked up the biggest thing she found because that strikes me as alana's way (laughs) um this looks awesome and so then like another bone snake is forming and immediately (laughs) there's like a shot out of nowhere and we meet um the author Oh, cool. oh. <laughs> in all of his glory, in my
2: bathrobe and tiny whiteies.
0: Well, he they're stained too, and, and slippers, he's, and he's got a little ray gun, and he's trashed. <laughs>
2: wow! If you lived on a planet with bone bugs, yeah, yeah. I would probably get drunk a lot.
0: Yeah. And they reveal that um, that he thinks that they're all from um, the, the moon. Because they don't see Alana's wings. Oh, Her wings right, are tiny. Right. Yeah. Right. And she's just like, and she reveals them. And he immediately is like, you you understood my book. Because he, mm. he's the baby. Like He's like, you okay. you got it. Like, he was a hunter. Like, what they got out of the book
2: was what he, what he
0: wanted to have get out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is awesome.
2: Okay. If she does,
0: the, we will go into later on about interpretation of books in mm. general, which is kind of cool. Um, But for the most part, he's like, that's awesome. Very cool. So, like, he looks at the baby. He's very excited. And then he vomits on the baby because he's drunk and excited. <laughs> Immediately just... He was feeding
2: sh- it, right? Like a mama bird. He was <laughs> all over Hazel. Oh, you look a little hungry. Was...
0: And, like, yeah. Claire's like, I'm so done Yeah. with everything. Like, my ear. I I'm...
1: lost an ear.
0: And this man just threw up on my grandchild. Yeah. That's
1: also a
2: lot of ear to lose. Those are goat ears. Yes, yeah, yeah
0: that's not... Mm-mm. So he offers to take the
2: back. No
1: one's like helping her. No. No one is helping. <laughs> She's just bleeding her. all yep. over the place. Yeah, exactly. she just has her hand on it. There's not even a makeshift bandage. Yeah. She's wearing a belt. I right? kind of take her side. These people are very inconsiderate.
0: They are. But they, he offers to take them back to his house to at least do some laundry. Because he threw up on their baby.
1: Oh, that's um, really the least and, he could do. And I
0: gotta tell you, I feel like this volume, Fiona Staples had the most fun with expressions. Like Clara's expression
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: is fantastic because right there she's talking about how like she's telling like Isabel to get ready because clearly they're all going to be crossing over at some point because of how stupid her family is being. Yeah. So we go back to the whale and Gwendolyn and he's teaching her how to use his lance and there happens to be like sky sharks that fly around here, which is cool.
2: How do they stay? I don't know. In the air?
0: I like to assume that they're fruit flavored because they have fun
1: colored <laughs> spots like gummies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where's the white one? Where's the elusive white gummy shark? Why are they not terrified by sharks flying through the air? They could come down from the sky and eat them at any moment. I don't
0: know. Maybe they're not (laughs) man-eaters.
1: How would they know?
0: Well, they're not being eaten.
1: (laughs) Like, oh, these sharks have been flying over us for hours and we didn't get eaten once. (laughs) I assume they're not interested.
0: Exactly. Not
1: until they come back in greater numbers. If they had been, we'd already be dead.
0: Exactly. Uh, (laughs) The will reminds... Uh, Sophie, that her name is Sophie because she keeps calling herself Slave Girl. And he's mm. like, "Your name is Sophie. You have a name now. Stop calling yourself that. It's getting She's creepy." Like, I don't, don't want to like be called it.
2: Sophie though. Right? If you're gonna give me a name, give me a cool name.
0: Right? Exactly. Um. So Sophie. Um. So basically, they um, they have this whole conversation about how he doesn't want to do this anymore and he's quitting again kill people he doesn't want to no, he doesn't want to follow this this path anymore like he's almost listening to the like to the stalk essentially being like i am not going to pursue this anymore i don't see this going anywhere for me that's not and he's actually really seemingly thinking about sophie mm. you know what i mean he, he just named this child you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like he's just like where is this gonna lead us It can't be anywhere good i think he totally has gwendolyn's number because it's like you are just in it for revenge you know Mm -hmm. what i mean
2: is he trying to convince her to give this up too
0: no he's saying he's like he kind of gives her like like here's what i'm gonna do i am i'll give you all any information i get right right? because like he ended up putting a reward out for anyone who saw a wooden rocket ship because um he, he signed an nda that he couldn't talk about it so like he put the the tips out essentially for the rocket ship not for the people inside of it mm. thus giving nothing away right. and he's like i'll give you all of that like whatever comes in i'll give it to you you can go find them mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm out I'm, right. i don't want to do this anymore and she's like what about the guy who killed your girlfriend clearly he's in this involved in this as well yeah don't you want to find him don't you want to be a part of that and, and she he's like i just i don't i don't care like he essentially he's had an epiphany and he just don't want to do it anymore
1: yeah hmm. meanwhile
0: yeah. you see like the stalk like you know, behind her, like being like, the don't you want to screw her?" And like, <laughs> then like in his ear, like, like Vanna White, right? Like, "Look at this." Would you like to buy a vowel?
2: The vowel is O.
0: Right, and at this point, like she starts talking, and like the conversation meshes with what Sophie is, or no, with Gwendolyn is saying, and it works out in his head that he's like, "Oh, she wants me to kiss her," so he does
1: yay and then she punches him yeah, yeah. she's like, like that is not
0: that? what i like,
1: what 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 about
0: anything i was saying because like, like no it
1: wasn't you it was uh. yeah
0: exactly <laughs> exactly and then like immediately like she's just like do not ever do that again without asking and then but it's
1: but it's interesting because like at first she's like shocked and then she's like yeah okay yeah and then she's like no way yeah punches him. Exactly. well she's like it's she's, a good kiss yeah but i'm still gonna punch but she's him. still
0: hauling off right yeah. but like it's funny because the stock comes in and says without asking
2: uh, so yeah, so she does want you to do that. That's it again. the takeaway yeah. there. You
0: see Sophie like kind of reminding she's like, My name's Sophie, I'm six and a half years old. Um, you know, she she just goes over some like facts about herself and then one thing she says is I'm all dirty on the insides because of bad things I did with and then Lion Cat just goes lying. Which I was Aww. like, that's awesome.
2: Mm. So we, cause it almost looks like it's sleeping and not caring and then it's Exactly like, it's like lying. But
0: we're me. we're establishing this um kind of strong bond. Between Sophie and Lioncat, Gwendolyn and the Will looking out on them, which is funny because it's like almost mirroring what's going on with Alana and Marco, except it's almost impossible to imagine people more dysfunctional than they are, and here they are. (laughs) Um, And um, she's still trying to kind of convince him, but not really. And, you know, they're kind of talking about what just happened, and then he gets a phone call from a weasel.
1: (laughs) A literal weasel.
0: Yes.
2: Or a ferret man?
0: I'm not sure. I mean, sure. a
1: a kind of weasel, right?
0: And um, it's one of his informants, and she's like, oh, it's about Marco. You know, it must be about the wooden rocket ship. Mm. And he's like, that's not, what are you talking about? And he's like, that's not talking about that. I'm talking about that Dragon Skull ship that you put an alert out for a while back. And it was the Stalk's ship. Mm. And so he immediately finds Prince Robot. And he knows that he's looking to go to a place called Quietus.
1: Oh, so, so now this is testing uh, the Will's like assertion that he's not interested.
0: yeah in, uh, yeah, in exactly, avenging the exactly. Also, well,
1: here's your chance, though. Yeah, well, so are you, you got really
0: it.
2: not it's interested, right here. Or... Yep. yep, It's interesting that for that sh- for that scene in that shot, you've got this weasel or ferret man talking about like. There's this guy who has the ship that you put out an app before. It's right next to me. Yeah, it is literally yeah. behind him at a gas station. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is an uh, information I got. I right. saw him. By the way, he's apparently, right here. apparently there are payphones in space. All right.
0: I also oh. like the fact that he's so close; he could probably hear him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I'm right here. Pumping here gas you give is not me information that. Information about my location. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, cannon arm.
2: Yeah. Badooosh.
0: Exactly um so back on quietus um the author brings them in and like he they um he shows them their his library of books and stuff like that and immediately alana's like this is amazing i can't believe this um and you see he's planning out another story um which looks like he's a crazy person or
1: tracking down a serial killer yeah no (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) no he's literally he's trying to plan out his next novel called the opposite of war okay which um immediately marco's like oh a book about peace and he's just like i that's not what the opposite of war is why
2: that is what i thought too
0: um so he's like well, what is it and immediately alana's like don't tell me no spoilers i <laughs> ah, no suppose i want to know i gotta read it i don't want to hear um so he tends to clara's wounds and um they're chatting back and forth and she just mentioned she's like i've seen worse like at the battle of cartwright and immediately he he like is um upset he's visibly upset by that battle name mm. and um he mentions that his wife was there and um she gets you know her bristles up essentially and she's just like well your people shouldn't have agreed to fight with those, with the with the enemy and he's like she wasn't she was like a singer and she got caught in a bomb so yeah and like at that point clara asks everyone else to leave the room and um they have this like really like down-to-earth conversation about like you know his child how he does have a child and he, and she asked, like, if they, you know, if he survived and, you know, he's like, he did for a while, but mm. eventually he died. Like, cause he, I believe ended up becoming a soldier and, and he ended up dying. And like, these two like connect in a sense, you mm. know what I mean? Which is hilarious because here's this man talking about, you know, the joining of these two races or like, you know, finding something more or like what the opposite of war is. And you hear this woman who's all about battle. It yeah. was all about fighting for her people and her ancestors. So, like, I love these two. I love the, the conversations that they have. Like, again, very dialogue-heavy volume, mm. but, like, it's just so, so good. Um, and it, right at the end, um, they, um, they kind of try to, like, they shift the conversation because, like, they're going from, like, this sadness to, like, he recognizes in her that she has lost the love of her life. And he's like, tell me about him. How did you guys meet? And like the two of them just end up drinking and having write a book right? about him. I was going to say, <laughs> and he's starting to
2: write he's down a book. she's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what, are you, what and, are you doing?
0: And here's what's awesome is like we get one insight as to how Barr and, and she met. And it's, they were in like a youth hostel and he was a design student and he told her the single filthiest joke she'd ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, that's
2: awesome. And you don't hear the joke. No, nope, you just you hear know, that.
0: Yeah, and then Hazel comes in and says that like while her grandmother like never loved anyone the way she did her grandfather that she it's not that she never loved again, mm. and I'm like, that is cool, I love that. Yeah. Then we cut to yeah that's the cover of the book but yeah. with Marco and Alana that's yeah. the, like romance novel cover.
2: That's
0: cool. Um, it's one of the like you'll see that image of it all over the place. We cut to another planet where um we're talking to a different robot.
1: Good okay. lord. It's a it woman. Just killed, a, killed a dinosaur. It's a like dragon. Oh, I don't nice. know. And, it's impressive. <laughs> right?
0: And it's Upshur and Doth, who I think may start all, if not most of the issues in this volume, like with interviews. And they're talking about Alana and like, you know, what was up with her and how like she got um, transferred and like, why did you do that? And like, you know, was it, you know, was it, she was like, you know, what? like, is there something about her? And they're <laughs> like,
2: She sucked. <laughs> she was just bad at her job. So I he put her in charge of a prison
1: camp. Like
0: essentially there was like a bridge and they wanted um like she was a gunner, essentially. And like there was a bridge and they needed to have it blown up, but the person who was supposed to do it had died, so she had she was like, to go do it and Alana immediately, instead of doing it, was like, but there are people on that bridge who aren't part of the war. Oh and they're like, Oh, so she didn't do it? And she's like, Oh no, she did it, but she hesitated and she shouldn't have.
1: Oh, and so I transferred that was her.
0: Enough. Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, that's cool because in other stories, you wouldn't, like, that that person, the, our hero, would not have done it. Yeah. But right. they're like, but she did do it. Yeah. Alana's having this, like, kind of quiet moment where, like, she finds a piece of clothing that Barr made for Hazel and she gets really kind of sad. But don't worry, Isabel shows up and she's like, you gotta get upstairs. Something amazing's happening. She comes upstairs and Marco and Clara and um, Oswald are playing a game and like it's the first time they've laughed or smiled in a really long time mm-hmm. and like apparently Clara's terrible at drawing <laughs> cuz like the category is celebrities and like immediately Oswald like is it a, is it a tropical storm what do you what do you <laughs> mean? like It just doesn't
1: even look like a person right
0: he mentions that he learned it from his his second wife Oswalds married a couple of times uh, okay. he likes the ladies <laughs> um and her name's gardenia or, or she learned it on gardenia her name is yuma um, and, um, he like, you know, she was very like theatrical and all that stuff, but like it's okay. just very different than his first wife, but clearly that his first wife was the love of his life. Mm-hmm. And then he just kept, you know, falling in love with people after that. So then essentially like, uh, um, Alana decides she's going to join, um, which is awesome because the picture part's over. Cause Alana's like, I'm a terrible like artist. She's like, that's okay. Cause the next part is we wrestle. <laughs>
1: What kind of game is uh, this? It's awesome. <laughs> it's
0: it's the awesome game. Yeah,
1: there's this something is... for everybody. Some people are artists. Some people are fighters. Exactly. And just it's get... just, there's
0: all these different tiers on it, apparently.
1: Later,
2: there's going to be a multiple choice question yeah. section. But don't
0: worry. This, ben, this game is just for Ben because the object of the game is to win. Boom. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile. am not here to make friends. Right?
2: <laughs> He's here to win.
0: Meanwhile, over um, with the will, the repair company has shown up. Which is like ah. a fox man.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um. And uh, they go. They they fix the the thing. It's gonna take a little bit of time. Um, the whale proves himself to be rude as always. Um, Sophie meanwhile is like, would you like some food? Like it's just this great dichotomy between mm. the two of them because like the fox, all the fox asks is like, what happened? And he's just like, oh, you know, I forgot to mind my own business. The fox is like. <laughs> I just
2: uh, I literally had to, to ask because what? there might be structural
1: damage. I
0: just oh okay. Well, you know, uh you suck. <laughs> so, the stock reappears and, you know, starts giving him some some shit about like raising Sophie because like the Fox man mentions like to her when he when he takes the food, he's just like, "Oh, you're way more polite than your daddy." Like that kind of thing and mm. so she makes fun of him for that and like Gwendolyn tries one more time to convince him to keep going with this the ship is now fixed like right. instead of just dropping her off somewhere like we should keep going with this and he's just like I've made up my mind I'm gonna finish what I started okay okay so he's decided he's he's flipped again yeah he's going back he's gonna do it which I love this image down here because it's Gwendolyn being totally jazzed about that and it's the stock being like that's you should not do this right you should not do this they recognize that Sophie is missing, so oh. Gwendolyn and Lioncat Cat go to find her, and the Will will start the ship because you got you got to warm it up. It's winter. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. he's got to do free flight checks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got to prime Safety the first.
0: the fuel <laughs> valve. Um. So anyway, we cut back to Quietus, which is amazing because it is an arm wrestling competition. Oh,
1: arm wrestling
0: between Clara and Alana. Marco is like.
2: Uh, this is, is my mom and my wife. For. I'm really torn on this. Right? <laughs> and
0: meanwhile, Oswald's like, I, This is amazing. Your mother, like, you know, is twice her age. And, like, yeah. look at her. And, like, <laughs> Marco's like, I'm more impressed by the fact that she's doing this because she was once beaten by opening a package. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alana ends up winning, and they're all very excited. And this is, like, the bonding moment, in a sense, for Alana and, and Marco's mom mm-hmm. because she's like, really? You didn't just throw the round for your mother-in-law? She's like, my recently widowed, wounded mother-in-law, mind you? And Clara's like, I'm impressed. (laughs) Like, impresses her right there because she didn't let her win. Didn't matter. Then on top of it, she made fun of her. Like, Clara, like, that's the kind of woman. Yeah, that's the kind of woman she is. And Alana's like, showing her that like, she's the right person for Marco in a sense, right? Except, then, (laughs) except then like, um, Clara mentions that like, You know you act like this domestic goddess and there's so much more in you you should be working you should be providing you should be doing something Mm -hmm. and she's like but why like what do you what do you mean by that like i want to i want to take care of my daughter i want to do that and like you know marco he's like can't we just not (laughs) could
1: we not (laughs) so round
2: four (laughs) who wants a drink (laughs) (laughs) oh that's round four we all have a round
0: So then like Oswald's going to get a drink and he's just like, you know, Clara's right. Like eventually you will have to settle down. Like you can't just hop from place to place. Like you need to provide for your daughter. Yeah. How are you going to have
2: a living? Right. And
0: she's just like, I can't believe you really. Like you're the man who told us to do this.
1: Well, yeah, like, how are we hey. supposed to settle down and have a living? We're friggin' fugitives. Right? Yeah. yeah. This was your idea. What I may have to told do? you to do this, but that was also my living. Right? Yeah.
0: Right, well, she says, like, and this is where the interpretation comes in. She's, she mentioned that she's like, I thought, like, the point of your book was that we were supposed to, like, just be doing this, just hanging out and having a good time, and he's insulted by that. He's like, you thought that was the point of my, like, 400-page novel? Was that, like, we're just gonna hang out and have fun? <laughs> Like, no. Even Marco ends up agreeing. He's like, it would be good for us to, like, you know, like, having, essentially having Hazel in a ship or, like, having to keep her indoors all day is no better than us, like, hiding in sewers. Right. Like, we have to figure out something. And she immediately is like, everyone is against me. And she leaves. Mm -hmm. And these two are planning something. (laughs) 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 Which we will find out about.
2: Yeah, apparently.
0: So, well, that's, that's also the game. Like, that's they uh, won the game, too. Oh. Uh, they also won now. Um, they cheated on top of it. Will goes back in. He gets an incoming call um, from the people who came to fix the ship. And they're like, hey, did you, like, you know, give my boys drugs? Or, like, did they eat something on the planet? Because, uh, like, they had to be restrained when they got back to the office because they were desperately trying to get back to the planet. And they were, like, seeing things. And they're like, when we did tests, we think it might be something called heroin.
1: <laughs> like, in the atmosphere?
0: No, it's a parasite that alters the brain chemistry and tricks the host oh, okay. into joining a new ecosystem. And, like, the wills, like, oh, my God, we've been eating nothing but what came from this planet.
2: <laughs> I have
1: been tripping balls. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, exactly. So he's like...
1: You mean if I leave this planet, I'm going to go into withdrawal?
0: Basically, crap. But that's okay. Did you see
1: train spotting? This is train spotting in space. But that's
0: okay because when he turns around, Sophie is there.
1: But is she really there? No,
0: she's really there, no. and she's like covered in berry juice, and she has a knife, which she then plunges into the neck oh. of the will. No. Um, and like she sees her mother telling her to do that, but it's also the stalk, so it's like this crazy image. Yeah. And like, her instructions are to put her foot. On the will's neck until he stops moving. Wow! And you're like,
2: that's terrifying in two ways. One, you're either cutting off oxygen, like by stepping on his throat, or you're just pushing the knife further
1: into right, his neck. But she's little;
0: it's gonna take a while.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this is the plan. It's like you're not leaving. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: That's exactly it. So meanwhile, back on Quietus, Alana's having a moment where she's just like, "Everyone's against me, and I, I can't handle it." And she immediately, her thing is, she tells Marco to take off his pants.
2: Okay. okay. She's gonna.
0: She wants to go down on him. <laughs> because that is her defense mechanism
1: yeah she's like she's uh, like I don't uh, want to
0: deal with whatever we're going to talk. she don't want to have a serious conversation let's mm-hmm. just have sex Yeah. let's just do something sexual
1: okay and he's <laughs> like we
0: can't do that every time we have yeah. to actually talk to, about things we
1: have a disagreement here and now
0: we have a child on top we kind of yeah. have to like it, it was all fun and games before but now there's a baby so maybe we don't want to talk about this maybe <laughs> I don't mean, you know it's kind of hard to talk when your mouth's full honey
2: <laughs> um, well that means he gets to control the conversation <laughs>
0: He's a (laughs) watching was in a real conversation with her. Um, so then basically, like, he immediately tries to like bring her into the conversation because he quotes the book at her. And he says, There are two kinds of people left in the world, consumers and destroyers and she finishes it by saying, We used to have creators, but they all ran away. And he goes, Why don't we do that? Like, why don't we make something? instead of like joining the rat race essentially and she's just like i have no ability to do that i have zero marketable skills what do you want she's like i screw up everything he's like but not hazel she's like you want to sell my my what you want me to make babies for he's like no but like i'm just saying like you didn't mess that up and Mm -hmm. like maybe together we can figure something out right and then you see oswald and clara looking down on them because they've been trying to lead them to this conclusion essentially Mm -hmm. by without telling them
2: right do it it can't be their idea
0: exactly so essentially they have a whole plan that's going to unfurl but hilariously um they're interrupted because clara's still looking out the window and she's just like is a lot (laughs) of (laughs) praying
1: Uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and right Marco he's, he's, he's is he's, he's not right. Marco. Marco is just Watching standing her in
2: exactly.
1: Front of her.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's cool. Um, cut back to um, Upshur and Doff who meet with Agent Gale, who is the gentleman who you're referring to earlier, because they want to interview him about what he knows about Alana. Because there's an image they have of her stealing some clothing and all that, and um, he immediately drops a little something about these two because we don't know much about these two other than that they work for like a like a you know a trashy publication right so they start every issue in this volume hmm. which is cool hmm. do they come back Times later older? yes okay these characters will continue to come back um most characters that you see repeatedly will end up coming back but like there's always the one-off characters and sometimes you're like you're never sure you're like is that we're we gonna?
1: should oh. i care about this character I... Hmm? Much? no yeah.
0: i don't know <laughs> um they want to know about alana um they have a photo of her stealing clothing it's her poncho like her famous poncho mm. um i love that poncho <laughs> um they he they end up going inside they just they're like can you confirm that she was kidnapped like what is it all that stuff right he's like i'm not confirming anything he's like you got to drop the story right you can write about anything else but you got to let this go and they're like they're like no but like this is the story that's what we want to write about like isn't it possible that she might have fallen for this guy cuz like you can see in the photo she's wearing a ring which is a symbol for the moonies
1: mm.
0: not not for landfall.
1: They don't use rings? No. Mm, just the okay. wreaths.
0: People do. So they're like, eh? Eh? Right. And he's like, and he goes, he's like, no, what it is, is she's a spy. She's the best we've ever had. Huh. And she's in deep cover.
2: Yeah. She's in deep cover already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Right?
0: And like he, he ends up like, he tells them that story and they're like, that that's it? You just, you think we're gonna, just, that's it? Yeah. Like,
1: oh, oh, like, Oh, that's, that's awfully convenient yeah, yeah that's, that's that's convenient
0: <laughs> and then he like goes into they're from a place i don't know if you could tell they're aquatic looking um they're from a planet <laughs> called jetsam okay and um it's not it's as, a neighboring
2: planet with flotsam
0: ex- yeah exactly maybe flotsam's more progressive because jetsam's not progressive and if you're not part of the heterosexual population you are ostracized
2: okay and, and these two are
0: yeah will you or it's implied as such you know what i mean and like he is threatening them to reveal who that they Uh, are
1: okay to get them
0: to leave right and to drop the story does it work um well i guess when they'll leave but he's not convinced that they'll drop the story so he calls up um a seahorse yeah well yeah (laughs) he calls up (laughs) it's the seahorse guy it's the will's um you know i vaguely remember him his agent essentially So he calls him up and they're like I want your best agent on this and they're like we can't kill like you know reporters that's not how this works that like literally is in our contracts we cannot kill reporters mm-hmm. and they're like he's like well I I, I will pay like all the money <laughs> put your best person on it and he's just like I really wait, can't wait why didn't
2: you just do it they were there in your house
0: because he's he's, he's, a, he's a special agent he's again he's from the more political side like mm-hmm. Gwendolyn is you know what I mean like yeah. they, they kind of have they have different things that they end up doing um so we end up seeing, by the way, like this is hilarious. Like the Will's file, which has one like this piece of paper in here in case of emergency call. Mother, that's crossed out. Uncle Steve, that's crossed <laughs> out. Clearly, they didn't make it. And then the brand, but only in case of death. Um, so he um determines that because clearly the brand, because I remember everyone who's like a the whatever is yeah. a is a yeah. you know freelancer as well. So it's uh, indicated that they're going to call the brand. So we'll get to know who that individual is. Okay. Um. Meanwhile, back on um, Quietus, we see this adorable, nice moment where it's like family reading time, and um, you know, uh, what's his face? Uh, Oswald is reading to Hazel, who is just a lump. <laughs> I love <laughs> this is my favorite version of Hazel is when she's like an acorn. Um, <laughs> Chris is just like, what is that? Yeah, um, and he's reading her this story that looks seemingly really scary, and like Marco's like, isn't that kind of not? Good.
1: Not okay for... And immediately, kids.
0: her mom's like, or his mom's like, I read way worse things to you.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah.
0: This is, yeah, this is like kitty hour, right? And um, Alana's like, if you like kids' books so much, why don't you write one? And he's just like, I don't like working with artists. They frighten me. Uh, and immediately... What? Clara's like, I'm guessing it's one of your, your harem. Like, one mm. of your... one of your. Yeah,
1: you had a bad experience. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it was just... <laughs> what? No! <yeah.
1: laughs> yes.
0: Me? Me? <laughs> I don't know if you know this but uh i dated a lot of ladies and the ones who didn't die oh, they're not a big fan of me
2: why do you think i live on a planet alone yeah
0: exactly alone. in a tower um it was his second wife the one who he learned the game from yuma she you know remember she was very artistic and all that stuff and like he worked on a book with her Um, but she used to work on what they call the circuit and the circuit is soap operas But they're, like, superhero wrestling-themed soap operas. What? (laughs) And essentially, (laughs) people make these things, and, like, she was part of, like, the um, backstage stuff. Like, she made costumes and stuff oh, like okay. that. yeah. Um, and, like, Marco's like, oh, my God! I always wanted to watch those, but, like, Mom wouldn't let us have them. And she's <laughs> like, because they were trash, and the people next door used to, like, watch them, and they became idiots <laughs> because they started talking about that, so no. And he's just like, I think I have, because you have to put a little helmet on. It's like VR. So okay. you put the helmet on, and you can watch them. And she's like, fine. And, like, Alana used to be big into them. What a surprise, because she likes trashy romance novels. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And I, bad wrestling soap
1: operas? Yeah. How's he gonna put the helmet on over his horns?
0: Well, it fits. It's huge. Oh. It's very large. Uh, here, we'll just... We'll... Uh, yeah. So we see one of these going on. And I, I call them... It's Whoa. really more or less superheroes, <laughs> but yeah, kind of wrestling and stuff like that. But I, I like that because in this world where where there's like crazy space monsters and robot men and, and um, sextillions, mm-hmm. superheroes are, are, are dramas. Yeah.
1: yeah. And our escapism.
0: Exactly, yeah. but you see in the audience, you know, it was <laughs> like a mummy it's man. That's
1: awesome.
0: Um, so he comes out and like he's she's like, "What do you think?" He's like, "There's no subtext," and she's like, "There isn't supposed to be. It's trashy romance. Like, what? Right. What did you? What did you expect?" <laughs> um, and then immediately, like Marco's like, "You know, you could have done that." He's like, "You can pass for one of them because like her wings are vestigial, like they mm. fold in, and like and I guess one of them is is a non." Non wreath, non landfalling, an individual. Okay. So she's like and he's like, You he used to do like high school acting. He's like, Why didn't you do it? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, Because I have a baby now on top of it. Like you yeah. your hey, mind, he's like, You should do it. Like, that's it.
2: That's how we're gonna get out of this. And that's that's <laughs> we'll the, put on a show.
0: That's <laughs> the plan, is that she'll join the circuit.
1: Wow. And he'll
0: be a stay at home dad. Okay. Meanwhile, back on the planet asteroid thing that the wheel is on because yeah. I can't remember the name of it and I can't remember <laughs> it actually Paradise ever Paradise Planet yeah but it's a, it, I think it's an asteroid of some sort or whatever okay um, Gwen is still looking for Sophie she picks up a piece of fruit she starts eating it and immediately she hears oh something boy. and yeah. she turns around and she sees sexy naked lady
1: <laughs> unicorn lady unicorn
2: Horn.
0: What? Yeah, and a little star. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even notice that. And her name is Valore, and she is um, someone of importance to Gwendolyn. And Gwendolyn, though, and this is where Gwendolyn. Horns. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gwendolyn proves, in my opinion, her cleverness because she immediately is like, knows this can't be right. So she goes, "Cat, the person who took my virginity is standing before me." And Lioncat's uh. like lying. She's like got it, and she immediately purges. Like she just throws up. Uh, okay. She's like, she's... The berries. Yeah. yeah. She immediately figures it out.
1: Okay. Oh okay. So she's like. A <laughs> I I was like purge, enough. throw up,
2: and the vision, and the vision just like ew and away. No, away. she's like
0: yeah. no. Figures everything out. Goes back to the ship where she. They immediately come upon Sophie standing over the Will, right. pushing the knife presumably into his neck. Lioncat immediately springs oh. into action. And right. And attacks Sophie. And, like, she's like, don't do it! Because she knows it's not Sophie's fault.
1: Right. She knows about the... Exactly. So she, like,
0: restrains her. She kicks Lioncat out of the way. And she realizes, she's like, we have to go to Quietus. Because the only person I know here who could save him is my ex-boyfriend. Because Marco knew how to heal. Right. right? And she's like, there's no one in this area. There are no hospitals in this area. I don't know how to do it. We don't have anything. We have to go.
2: Okay. I hope it's close because... Jesus. All right, mm. so she
0: restrains Sophie and they take off. And Lion Cat it, like, listens to everything she says and at no point says lying. So he knows that she truly believes this, right? Okay. So um, back on Quietus, we have this nice quiet moment um, with Clara and Oswald in which um, they talk about the fact that they took the, the bait hook, line, and sinker. They will contact Yuma probably to get involved with the circuit and they'll find a job in that, in that way. And they're very proud of themselves. <laughs> and, um, you know, they... Um, meanwhile
2: clara makes a great sandwich oh
0: she makes it the most amazing looking sandwich (laughs) and they talk about combat a little bit and how like he's like it's horrific and stuff like that and she's like you don't see any of the beauty and grace in it like you don't understand the idea of defending a field that your ancestors had worked in to till that field you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. so like they have this moment and then like isabel shows up and she's like you know he's like totally into you right and she's like i'm not dumb (laughs) okay like i i know i totally get it he runs upstairs to get a book he returns and he says someone is coming which is about the time that we catch up to right. prince robot the fourth That'll showing up on the planet
2: Okay, so we do catch up to where the last oh, book yeah, left off.
0: Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, we
1: do. And we get to see the alligator handmaidens. The alligator
0: handmaidens. Because he tries to call his wife. Because it's seemingly like he's having this moment where he's not sure what's going to happen. He doesn't know what he's walking into. And he's trying to get in touch with her. But she's like, I'm getting into a dress and blah, 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 blah. And he's like trying to Also, have a, I think
1: they're going to eat me.
0: Right? he's trying to have kind of a serious conversation with his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. And like, she's just not having any of it. And then he loses the signal. Hmm. And he, like, for a moment, you kind of feel bad for him. Yeah. But you're like, wait, you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, he's being watched. Uh. By Gwendolyn.
1: Oh uh, and this we didn't know before. Where was going. Right. Yes. yes. So this is how they might oh, escape from the situation.
0: Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. We start again the next chapter with Upshur and Duff. They're in bed together. They're having this moment where they're thinking about the fact that, like, clearly they're going to go see the author, and, and, like, Upshur wants to go after them, and Duff's like, we got to let this go. Like, we're done with this story. We'll talk. We'll cover something else. We'll do anything else. Who cares? Hmm. Um, they awaken to hearing something in the room with them, um, to which they see a St. Bernard. What? Who shoots darts out of his nose. <laughs> And stabs each of them and introducing the brand ah. and sweet boy.
2: Wait, so does each, uh, I guess hired, a, not hired a assassin. But freelancer. Like, either the freelancer have a pet of some kind?
0: Cause... It seems like it, I think so. Okay. I believe potentially. Now here's the thing, we didn't see one with the stalks. So. Yeah, no, but yeah, she was would kind
2: of cover that with her own self. <laughs> she merged she with her one. animal companion.
0: So um, the brand here, by the way, is a lady. Um, okay. She um, she says that she injected them with something called embargain, which essentially is like a um, magic poison spell thing, okay. which will not... If they talk about the thing they're not supposed to talk about, which is the story to anyone else, their heads will explode. Oh. And they're like, why would... You could just kill us now. And she's like, well, you did a really nice job on the piece about the union, so I'm going to try to do this the easy way. Right. But if you force I'm my hand... I'm a hands, complete asshole. Yeah, but if you force my hand... <laughs> You know, I'm gonna have to finish the job. And they're like, I don't get it. We've done stories where like about, like, wreath. We've done stories about landfall. And nobody cared. And she's like, the problem is, it's a story without sides. That's what they're terrified about. Mm. And I was like, that's awesome. So back at the Quietus, where I believe we spend the rest of our story right up until the end. Um, the shit has hit the fan. Prince Robot is here. We're, we've completely caught up to what's happening. He's right, downstairs. they he, They're panicking. He's torturing... Um, Oswald downstairs remember he shot him in the knee and all yeah. that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Clara's like, I gotta go down there and help him. And Alana's like, you said you wouldn't, you have to stay up here. Um, and like, she, she's literally like losing her mind on mm. top of it because like, they're like, can't you like use your illusions and all that to like fool him? They're like, he's a robot, it doesn't work like that, he will see uh, right through it. Like, mm. it, like, it, I can't do that. That's why
1: they use the robots. Because
0: you know, Prince Robot is Prince Robot. He's like wandering around. He's going to get the information out of him mm. and he sees the book The Opposite of War and he's just like oh it's about pacifism right? And he's like I don't understand why does everybody think it's not why Why is it peace? Why is the opposite of war always peace? He's like that's just a lull in the action before another war begins. He's like just tell me what it is then. Like Prince yeah, Robot suddenly so war. <laughs> desperately needs to know this which I think is very telling about his character because he's yeah. a very confused individual and like Oswald's like just read it. He's just like
1: <laughs> it's in your hands, man.
2: He's like, I'm going to shoot you if you don't give me the summary I'm not going to read
1: an entire goddamn book just telling <laughs> me you're right here.
2: Exactly, exactly. Also, Oswald, why would you say that? You're in pain, man.
1: Don't have this guy like uh, belaboringly
2: read a story and be like, I would really
1: like to banish uh, this. Well, exactly. no, he's you wait until I'm done.
0: Exactly.
1: Because if he finishes with him, he might search the house and find... Right, yeah. that's
0: precisely it. Yeah. So Gwendolyn's trying to come up with just cause for going in there because she needs just cause to enter the house, essentially.
1: Why? Is she like a vampire? What? <laughs> Now, now that's, that's to me That's inviting
0: <laughs> Just, just cause to, to to go in um, She's
1: not a police officer
0: Well Presumably It has to do With the fact that um, You know She Is uh Not With Lant Paul You know what I mean Or right. it could be The freelancer aspect to it It could be either or. Don't forget She's Kind of diplomatic You know what yeah. I mean Like so She needs a reason To go in there She tries to convince Lioncat that she does She's like You know what Screw it. We gotta go On the ship We have a nice Quiet moment Between the Will And Sophie In which like he, she apologizes to him and, like, he tries to give her advice about paying taxes. <laughs> um,
2: He's delirious. <laughs> she, the way her face looked, she was, she was like, I'm really sorry I stabbed you in the neck. He's like, you're a bitch and I hate you. <laughs>
0: <gasps> no, she's talking about conversion taxes and spreading your payments out over two years. <laughs> like, and it's then
1: like, presumably... Uh, okay. She just goes, the fuck? Yeah.
0: So, um, the, the gang upstairs in the tower is preparing Marco's big use of weapon is scissors which he like breaks apart and like they're like isabel has gone everywhere in the in the tower she's like there were no other exits except the one downstairs oh geez. and he's like well then we will have to like we're either gonna do this or we're gonna take care of hazel or whatever and like essentially he's indicating he's like if it comes to it i will kill all of us and it's fine like i'm not letting them take her wow i'm not gonna do that so then Shit. they rea- they realize that clara's gone
1: uh-oh
0: because she's Clara.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So, um downstairs, um Ro- Prince Robot and Oswald are still having a back and forth. He will not tell him what the answer is to the question. Now Prince Robot's freaking out about that.
2: You are saying I haven't written it yet, man. I don't have it. <laughs> well, no, he
0: goes he, he asks him. He's like, "You when you're on the battlefield, you have some close calls, right?" And he's like, "Of course, I had one or two and blah blah blah." And he's like, "What did you see?" And he's just like and he explains what he saw, like fire, smoke, all that. He's like, "No, no, no. What did you see?" And he's like, it was pretty dirty, right? It wasn't, it wasn't, it was, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, it was explicit. And he's like, yeah, who was it with? And he's like, it was with my entire platoon. And he's indicating that the opposite of war is sex. Like, that's what he's getting at. So
2: destruction and creation? Yep. Okay.
0: Um, and that's about the time that Clara shows up with her giant axe.
2: <laughs> Whoa,
1: what?
0: <laughs> he shoots her Oswald opens fire he shoots Prince Robot remember he, he convinced Prince Robot that that was a replica yeah, yeah. it's real
1: it's real uh, it's, it's about, used earlier. exactly
0: it's about that time that um, Gwendolyn makes her play she's running into the house um, Oswald goes to check on Clara um, the two of them turn around they face each other Gwendolyn and Oswald and she uses the lance because she doesn't know what she's doing and she, oh, and she kills because he's
1: holding the gun yeah Yikes!
0: He, oh, right through the eye. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, so Clara immediately attacks Gwendolyn. It's not like these two don't know each other,
1: right? Gwendolyn yeah. was right, his right. betrothed.
0: Um, was Marco's betrothed? The lion cat subdues Clara.
2: This is just is a Clara huge like fuck up moment. Like, mortally yes. wounded, or she's okay? No,
0: I think the axe took the brunt of it because she was holding ah, it. And the axe is okay. magical, so I think she's okay. Gotcha. Um, Gwendolyn's putting together how messed up everything is, but then her anger like takes over i love this page restarting uh-huh. it take a few minutes because i forget the robots like he can yeah, yeah, yeah. die but like but he's just he's got a he's, like got a he's got a reboot exactly out, yeah so um lion cat has clara pinned down um gwendolyn's rage takes over she immediately goes to find marco isabel shows up um she sees that you know, the author is dead. By the right. way, Clara is done because, like, she was kind of falling in love with this guy. Yeah. You know? And, like, now he's dead. Like, she's, like...
2: And don't tell Alana. Can the cat tell if the person doesn't know if they're
1: lying? Um, I would guess no. I,
0: I don't know because it's a fake thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a point for Tiffany. That's what Shal- Zing! Say every time we ask a question, we like, I don't know because it's all fake bullshit anyway. Like none of this is real. I don't know if you know this, but this is fiction. Like, this didn't really fucking happen.
0: <laughs> how about this? It's never come up, necessarily.
1: Okay. Like, well, it's two people no, say opposite then, things, and they both believe it's the truth.
0: How about this? Truth. Because Gwendolyn didn't know what she was looking at when she saw Valor, but so she asked. Uh, you know what I mean? And right. she. So and unless he, the
1: cat somehow knew.
0: Yeah, the cat can tell. The
1: cat had figured it out.
0: Cat figured it out. Cat Cat's more than everyone. That's right. It
1: saw that episode of Star Trek.
0: That's correct. Um. So, Gwendolyn's rage takes over. She's like, I'm gonna go find her son. You keep her down and immediately clara like goes for his eye
1: the cat's eye the
0: cat's eye she's like right into it
1: fuck you i don't care about animals
0: exactly kind of that and then (laughs) isabel shows up and she's like you're a lion cat you have to play by the rules you got to get out of here you know you're not supposed to be in here that's not how this works isabel is seemingly much older than we think she is like she's been around for a very long time so she's just like that's not how this is going to work she's like you got to get out of here and if you don't, then I'm going to make your life a living hell because I'm going to remind you where you came from. And she turns herself into Lioncats, presumably his mother. Oh. And she calls him a worthless runt, essentially.
1: Whoa. And it's like
0: real rough because I'm like, I love Lioncat. But like mm. Isabel had to get her out of there, right? Yeah. So Lioncat's gone. She can't pick up Clara. Right.
1: Yeah. Because so she's in corporeal. And the <laughs>
0: house is on fire.
1: Right.
0: So. I can yell at you.
1: Now what set the house on fire? I guess one of the blaster guns. I think it's
0: either the blaster gun or magic. It was one oh, of the okay. two things set it on fire.
1: In the chaos it was set on fire. Yeah, I think yeah, it it's I like, think it's yeah, the ray it was, gun. Yeah, the ray gun. Okay.
0: Um, it set the books on fire first, of course. Um, and um it's at that point that we see Prince Robot's like illuminated face. Oh it's coming back. Yeah. So he reboots and essentially is like, you know, I'm Prince Robot the fourth, and it's like he went back into factory reset mode. (laughs) So he's like there to help. So she's like, yeah, you gotta help my fallen comrade here get her out of the house. Yay. So she totally uses him, and then she's like, now you gotta go upstairs and get my other friends. (laughs) And instead, he shows a picture of a woman licking her own breast, and then she's like, yeah, you could go.
1: Uh, Actually, mind. No.
0: Bye. (laughs) Bye.
2: Not what? <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so I'm
2: sorry, are you trying to
0: tell me something? What, where, where are you going with this? You know what I want to know. Is Timmy stuck in a well? Bye. Go. So, um, Marco and Alana have gone up to the top of the tower. There's like a huge balcony up there. It's very dramatic, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, maybe we can just climb down the side because he hears someone coming. He hears Gwendolyn coming.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and um, he's like, you could use your wings to slow your descent. She's like, that's not how they work. Have you ever, what? Mm-hmm. That's not how they work? Well, no. She's... Look at them.
1: They're tiny. <laughs>
0: yeah. She's like, minor vestigial. And, and like, she's mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he doesn't know what that means, but he does. He's just like, I don't care. We're going to die. Yeah. We yeah
2: they're vestigial. They're part of your body. It's, <laughs> it's a vest. Is that not it? No. What? I don't know not what that means. Oh, okay
0: so then she shows up and, like
2: why don't you use your gigantic goat ears to slow your descent oh is that not how that works hey you know I'm sensitive about my ears why would you do that
0: and then he I rams his her... head into her head yeah. because he's showing dominance yeah
2: um, look I know we're arguing but ow
0: so then he's like he hears someone coming out, they will turn around and there's Gwendolyn he's like Gwendolyn and she's like Gwendolyn you mean that Gwendolyn
2: <laughs> oh I am killing this bitch <laughs>
0: she's like oh so then immediately, like, Gwendolyn goes into attack mode and, like, Marco's like, Lil, let's talk about it. Let's talk this through. Like, I'm really sorry this <laughs> all happened to you. Like, I, I can't, like, I, I don't even know. And, yeah. and she's just like, you hurt me real bad. Mm. I need you to help me heal someone. It's someone I care about a lot. See, I got over you. Because, like, now she's using the will uh, <laughs> to okay. make him feel bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so she he tells her the the recipe for it and he's and then he's like is it for like someone from like the north or south of wreath she's like he's not from there at all so he's a foreigner and he's like oh well it's not gonna work on him like that's not how this works like that's <laughs> just for us i'm like
1: uh i'm like it's like a doctor like yeah you can't just work on like another species <laughs> yeah
0: it's like that's not how ma- like that's yeah. not how our magic works and she's like, you're lying to me, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Alana tries to step in, and she's like, there's an old MASH unit nearby. You can take him there. They can help him. And Gwendolyn's like, you shut the hell up, bitch.
1: <laughs> Thank you! All but right.
0: Shut up. Well, actually, she says, shut your fat face.
1: Shut your fat face. Which, How creative.
0: And Alana's <laughs> like...
1: Hey, it's women. Sh- shut up. They're arguing.
0: And Alana immediately is like...
1: You did not just say <laughs> that.
0: Uh, <laughs> and, then, like, Marco's like, oh, this is not... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: please stop...
0: And she's got the baby. Ladies,
1: ladies, please. Right. Exactly. There's enough of me to go around. <laughs> exactly.
0: Is that is this what we're doing? No? We're no. Hello? <laughs> Girls? Okay. No? no me?
2: That's when they both shoot him the death one. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and then shoot him. And then uh, shoot
1: him for real.
0: With real things. So then she, uh, Gwendolyn gets her, her lance, or the will's lance at, and like it's getting ready to go and she's gonna attack either Alana or Hazel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so Marco's only course of action is to push her off the building.
2: <gasps> push Alana off the building. Yeah. Push Alana and way. Hazel
0: off the building. And one like you.
2: You. What did you just do? <laughs> I think I just killed my wife and
1: child. It's... And
0: he says he's and he pulls out his little scissor knife and he's just like it's better than you would have given them.
1: Oh wow.
0: And he's like it's on. Like he's like and then he essentially it's just like you do whatever you need to make right. But like I you know she's she was my everything. And that's when Gwendolyn loses it, and she's like, "You broke my my heart and all this stuff, right?" And Alana made it work to save her child, and Aww. she got her wings to work, and she flew back up there, and she shoots Gwendolyn in the back. Wow. And it does not kill Gwendolyn, no. and like they and like Alana and Mark have this great conversation where he she's like, "How did you know?" And he's just like, "Like that that my wife can do anything because it's obvious." And it's like this really cool Aww. moment between the two of them. <laughs> Because he's just like you're awesome, and you don't even know it.
2: Ah, uh, that is such good points in his. <laughs> god damn, god damn, Mark, how you smooth.
0: Right. So then they end up leaving. They leave the remains of of Oswald there, um, mm. and like Clara makes the argument that he would want to be left among the the, the ashes of his works, essentially.
2: Mm. Alana steals the unwritten manuscript, right? No,
1: the house is <gasps> on fire.
0: So um, we end up with um, Upshur and, and Doff again, and. Um, they're talking... They, they look up and bargain and, like, how it can be reversed and stuff like that and the only way it can be reversed is to kill the person who... Or is to hang the person who cast the spell on you.
1: Hang? Yeah. Specifically?
0: Yeah. Hmm. And, they, and like, Doth's like, I'm, I'm sorry, so you want us to kill a professional killer?
2: Right. And not only that, we have to kill them by hanging, which means we have to subdue them first? Like, yeah, no. They could hire someone?
0: Right. So then- And they call up
2: Fishmouth Guy and be like, give us the best person you got. <laughs> He's like, why does everyone... <laughs> I'm running out of people
1: here. Jesus. There's only so many assassins. <laughs> There's only so head. many the best on I've got. <laughs> so
0: like their chief comes in and they want, um, they this is like some weeks after, essentially. Um, I'm sorry, this is some months after they were shot. So it's some months after the events on Quietus. Okay. And they're like, we want you to cover the story about one of the robots. They're like, which one? They're like, Robot the Fourth. His wife's going to have a baby and nobody's seen him. Oh... They don't know where he is. He's okay. not checking in. He's, He's not picking up. Well, he got shot.
2: Yeah. And like, and he, now he doesn't know anything. They're trying to get off this something. story and life just keeps throwing him. And in. They, and they won't,
0: they don't take it. They right. don't take the story because they're like, it's not worth dying for. Yeah. So then we cut to the hospital, the MASH unit. They did take, or uh, Gwendolyn did take the will there. Okay. And the brand shows up and they're like, oh, you must be his partner. And they're like, I'm his sister.
2: That so makes the sense. brand
0: is his sister, oh, which is okay. hilarious because only in case of death mm-hmm. is she to be called. So you can clearly see how well, yeah, you know, she introduced him presumably to the stalk, mm-hmm. um, because that didn't go well. So I think that was part, point of contention for them. Yeah. Um. So he kind of wakes up, but like he's not capable of speech. He's totally like kind of brain dead. Like it's he's in a bad place. Yeah. And, like, the brand's trying to talk to him, and she's like, don't worry, I'll get through to him." and, like, he starts saying, like, Sophie, and she's just like, she's like, that's good, Billy, because his name's The Will, but he's also named Billy, and her name is Sophie.
2: Mm. Oh. I kind of figured once she showed up and he was saying Sophie, that would spark something.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. So, her, the brand, his sister is Sophie, and he named Slave Girl
2: after his sister, which is very sweet. Yeah, it is.
0: Um I'm sure
2: she won't see it that way yet.
0: Right? So then, meanwhile, Gwendolyn clearly feels horrible about what happened to the will, and she now has Lioncat and Slave Girl, or Sophie, other Sophie. And um, they're like, that's all we can do for him. And Lioncat doesn't even say lying, because Sophie takes care of that (laughs) for him. And Hazel lets us know that this, like it'd be a very long time before we see our original pursuers again.
1: Oh, okay. Which is cool. So this is a major distraction for.
0: Yes, for them. Well, the he's farm, like right? like he's totally screwed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Gwendolyn, because remember Gwendolyn was in it for the revenge. Yeah. And she like got a better understanding. I think. Yeah. She, she finally got, got some closure. Yeah, she got to say what she needed to say. Um, and then Marco like proved to her that like that was never going to work between the two of them anyway yeah, she also
1: got shot by marco's there's also that life so it's like you know what oh. i don't need this but <laughs> gwendolyn did shoot the lance and hit marco yeah. instead so so she got uh, some damage
0: exactly yeah. exactly so then we have this nice little um uh like narration of, with hazel at the end about like how like they during this time they went from place to place and like sometimes they were only there for a few days but it felt like lifetimes um but that like you know it was always you know about that journey essentially And we will do a time jump, essentially. Because the next time we see Miss Hazel here, she's walking.
1: She's walking around.
0: Aww. And presumably, I think that this book could have been the end. Mm. Because no cliffhanger. Almost every other volume has ended on a cliffhanger. This one just ends like that. I mean, it's kind of a cliffhanger. No, think about it. We... We dealt with the, the robots. Yeah, yeah, No one's pursuing that story right now. The, yeah. the reporters rejected it. We know what happened to the will. The brand has ended up with him. Gwendolyn's taking care of Sophie and Lioncat. You know what I mean? The family presumably has gotten away. You know, like, Hazel has this really great, like, closing to this. It's almost like it could have ended here.
1: Hmm. Or it's like um, like the the first three volumes are like, it's own kind oh of self-contained God. story arc.
0: That's true. I mean, how about this? Yeah, I could see that. Because 6 just ended and it's...
2: Is 4 through 6 kind of like its own big thing?
0: Well, 4 follows this one pretty closely. And actually, yeah. um, 4 is interesting. And I, and I look forward to doing it with you guys because it's the one I like the least. Uh. And not because it's poorly written, because it's so well written that I hate the story. Yeah. That I hate <laughs> parts of the story. Yeah. Because of how well written it is.
2: And you're like, No, I don't you know, like, like what happens. I don't
0: like character choices, but they're uh, so on point. Yeah. And it's you're so like, well why done. Are you doing that? That's exactly... and yeah. I'm like, because that's what you would do. Yeah. Yeah. do you can find that right in the description box down below. Um and again I cannot wait to do volume four with you guys. Do you guys like it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is a good yeah, one. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of It's got some cool stuff in there. Very cool. Especially flying sharks.
0: Flying sharks. Yeah. Gummy flavor, presumably.
1: (laughs) Can't go wrong. No, it's right. Flying sharks.
0: All right. Uh, Well, for back issues, I'm Tiffany.
1: I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. And we'll see you guys next time.